0: Hello everyone and welcome to Entertainment Expansion. We are your hosts, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how are you doing this week?
1: I'm chilling, Tyler. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Uh so September is here, summer's over. And it turns out the studios, besides Disney, decided to cram all their movies to the end of the year. So we don't have a lot of new content to talk about, but nope. that gave us a perfect time to bring back one of our Favorite series of shows we like to do last year, which is director discussions, and we have a good one this week. Bringing it back with Mr. John Favreau, and you might be like, "Well, that's the guy in the new Spider-Man films," and you you'd be right. You'd be right. You're not wrong. But he actually has a wide range of movies. He's got that he directed. That he directed exactly. He's got Elf. He's got you know Christmas holiday movies. He's got superhero movies. Obviously, with Iron Man, do we need to explain that one? He's got indie films with Chef, and then he does Disney remakes with Jungle Book and Lion King.
1: So we got a wide range to talk about. Yeah, you could say he's kind of a Renaissance man when it comes to directing movies, because a lot of directors stay in their little niche. But John Favreau, kind of, he's all over the place. Yeah, I mean, shit. Recently, he's directed episodes of Mandalorian.
0: That's his new thing now. It's just uh, he's just playing around with Star Wars. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's pretty much, you know, the Disney go-to guy at the moment, because he can handle Marvel, he can handle Star Wars, and those are their two biggest names right now, and he can handle their live-action stuff.
0: And not only that, as much people give shit on the Lion King remake, I made $1.5 billion at the box office. Yes, I did. So as far as Disney's concerned, this guy prints money.
1: And he absolutely does.
0: But... So we'll keep it real simple. We'll just discuss free-flowing conversation about what we've thought about the movies, what stood out, and at the end, we'll each have our personal favorite of what he's directed. So Mike, I'll pass it off to you. Watching his movies over the past few years, what anything stood out to you?
1: The funny thing is, nothing stood out to me that really linked these movies together. Because, like I was saying Mm -hmm. before, directors kind of stay in their niche, and then you'll find like very similar. Shots that they film, kind of patterns of filming, but not really with him too much. I mean, you have your classic story arc, but besides that, all his movies are kind of different from each other.
0: Well, I would say one thing that I picked up on, and this is not a criticism, it's just something I actually, I just noticed, is that he kind of stays away from anything too dark or too heavy. That's true. Um, Even in Chef. When he uh when he freaks out and he loses it against the food critic. And that's like the darkest that movie gets. Like that's his crash and burn. And it's just a slow ride up positivity all the way, which I enjoy, I don't get it wrong. But like and even Iron Man, all right, Iron Man two deals with you know Tony slowly dying and stuff like that. But even then it's a Marvel movie. So it's uh you know, still jokes uh dealing with that. Elf, it's a it's a holiday movie. <laughs>
1: yeah how dark can you get with that
0: and then look Jungle Book and Lion King they're based off children's uh, movies so but that's something thats something I noticed like he hasn't you're right he does very different genres and he does very uh, tactics like you know there's directors that like to do uh, tracking shots over and over there's got to be a tracking shot in their movie uh, Favreau doesn't have that, that in his uh, he doesn't have it attached to him really like when I think of Favre, I don't think of a specific specific shot that he loves to do, or a specific character. Yeah, but he likes to keep things lighthearted if he can.
1: Yeah, and it shows. And it I does. mean, he's he's pretty good at it.
0: Oh well, no, and you know, it's good writing for the most part. Like there's not a movie I walked away from saying like, "Wow, this movie was too happy," or "Wow, these uh these characters were just they were terrible." Like they're not poorly written characters.
1: Yeah, well, let's let's start back to... Elf? Theory. Yeah. I mean, we can go. T- 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 I can it's,
0: almost, shit, it's almost 20 years old.
1: Yeah. Elf, the instant Christmas classic. Mm-hmm. Who would have guessed in 2003? Because when you think of Christmas movies, you think of older movies. Mm-hmm. Like, like the all-time classics. Die Hard. You don't really oh yeah you, you could argue that um <laughs> you think of you know a christmas story and how fucking old is that movie you think of uh what was the other one? like national lampoon's christmas stuff like that and then here comes john favreau and will ferrell making a relatively feel-good christmas movie that really shows the whole fish out of water element but overall that was a solid movie
0: yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think everyone's watched it at this point a few times now. You know, yeah. if not willingly, if with the family you know, over the holidays, whatever. Like, but like you said, like it's become a uh, classic Christmas movie. And if you think about it, like let's just do the 2010s. What Christmas movie came out of the past ten years that's become <laughs> a staple?
1: Uh, none.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I have my own issue with Christmas music and how there's none being made any new stuff but at least for movies you know we got elf so i appreciate it
1: yeah because think about it before elf when was the last christmas classic
0: i say i can't really i can't think of one like obviously there's christmas specials of like famous tv shows but like an actual film no
1: yeah like you have your like rom-com christmas movies but that's really it
0: yeah, and I wouldn't really count those because that's not like rom coms. Like it's not everything for the whole family. Like Elf is for everyone. Doesn't matter what how old you are.
1: That's a fact. But then that kind of segues into uh, his more famous directorial debut.
0: Yes, I think it's safe safe to say he became famous with Iron Man.
1: Yes, and um. <laughs> we clearly don't need to talk too big into this movie because if you haven't seen Iron Man, I don't know where you've where you've been living for the past. You know, twelve, almost 13 twenty years.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that's definitely a movie that not only brought back, completed the comeback for Robert Downey Jr., but it also solidified John Favreau as like I think a, at that point I would say an up and coming director. But he's an up and coming director that everyone knows.
1: He's yes. not nobody. I think that was his first real big budget film too. Mm-hmm.
0: Because, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at his list of films here. He made Elf, right? And from Elf to Iron Man, there's a five-year period. He only made one other movie, which is Zathura. So he didn't do much in between that five years, but then Iron Man comes out and, okay, now people know who he is. Yep. Uh, which then leads us to Iron Man 2. And again, like Iron Man 1, we've already talked about this movie enough. Some more than others, like me. <sighs> Iron Man 2 sucks.
1: Um but, but yeah, I mean, that's where you'll see his more consistent type of filming. Like everything, else, it's not like these two movies are separate from his others. It's mm-hmm. like when he goes to like his specific genres, he sticks to those genres. He doesn't really play with the formula either.
0: Yeah, Like Iron Man 1 and 2, there's not much of a difference. It's very much a continuation. Yeah, um, it
1: almost feels like it could be the same movie.
0: Yeah, which I guess it's good because... But you, how much would you say, then, is that John Favreau style? Because one of the criticisms Marvel gets for their films is a lot of it, it looks and feels the same. So would you say for this, since he literally made some of the earliest movies, was that a John Favreau thing at the beginning? Or was that like Marvel Studios? Was that like Kevin Feige being like, no, we need it to, to be consistent?
1: Maybe. I mean, but I kind of disagree with that. But we're not going to get into that because that goes into a whole other topic. But yeah, you know, Iron Man 2 was a fun movie. It wasn't anything crazy. It shows that he can still kill it with a big budget. Like, it's mm-hmm. no secret that it's nowhere near my favorite movie.
0: No, definitely not. Um,
1: but it does work as a movie. Like, it I does. can't... I think maybe the plot was what kind of killed Iron Man 2 for me.
0: Well, I think for Iron Man 2, or again, as much complaints as that movie gets, I do wonder if we can really even blame him for that. It, it, it's no, well because that
1: is, that's one 100% Kevin Feige.
0: That's Kevin Feige. That is, at the time, Marvel Studios and Paramount, not Disney. Yep. And the issue with, obviously, that's been reported over and over is they kind of wanted Iron Man 2 to be, oh, no, we want a sequel. But hey, we also need to set up these other movies so we can get Avengers done. So if you can just yes. do all of that in this two and a half hours, that'd be great. And that kind of left John Favreau to like, fuck it, he's done kind of thing. Now, he's still on good terms with Marvel, but like, there's a reason he didn't do Iron Man 3. Iron Man 2, the production, yeah, like, he was done.
1: Um, that makes sense.
0: Which I guess it makes more sense that since Iron Man 2, besides doing Cowboys and Aliens, he went to small scale. He did an indie film for himself uh, with Chef. So, and then
1: kept some of the cast of uh, the Marvels.
0: Well, yeah, clearly everyone loves each other. I mean, yeah, when you have no problem for an indie film getting Robert Downey Jr. in. Um, for,
1: like, two minutes.
0: Yeah. And Scarlett Johansson for, like, five minutes, but hey. hey look,
1: hers, were, hers was closer to, like, ten, maybe.
0: No, but I, I think it's... It, it shows that they have, I think, good relationship behind the scene, because yeah, this came out in 2014. So Robert Downey Jr. is the mega star. He is Iron Man. If he didn't want to show up in any film, he didn't have to. But he aren't did you? anyway because they're good friends. And the same with Scarlett Johansson. I think this movie, Chef is, I think, pretty important for his career. I because agree. Up, up until this point, these have been studio films. Like these aren't small budget movies. And then a studio discovers them and again, gives them some opportunities. He kind of started out almost studio guy. So the fact that he was able to go down small scale, small budget, and still make a good movie on a completely different topic.
1: Yeah, arguably one of his best movies. I w-
0: yeah, I'd say something. That- I wouldn't say it's his best, but I would say it's his most personable. Like, I think I think that's what helps Chef stand out. Is like, Iron Man's great. Elf is great. I don't connect to those characters at all. That's their own separate universe. But Chef feels like it could happen in a city next to you or the city you're in those yes. characters and how they deal with life's issues like divorce and stuff. So it's very true. I think I don't look who wouldn't want a good Cuban sandwich, right?
1: That's a big fact.
0: And I also got a shout out Chef. that this is one of the few movies. If maybe the only movie I've noticed that handled social media, right? in a creative way too in a creative way but the fact that when the kid was explaining how twitter worked to the father and i was looking at that old ui from 2014 i'm like they did their research because they easily could have been lazy like well you post something and uh you know just people reply they could have made it something basic but the fact that the father made this the mistake anyone can make of not sending a dm and accidentally posting it publicly that happens all the time like it's very relatable. It's true. And hey, you know, who remembers Vine? Don't worry. If you don't yeah. watch Chef, it'll show you Vine. Yeah, it definitely did. But yeah, no, I, Chef, I think, you know, as he makes more films, obviously, I think Chef will still stand out.
1: I agree. I mean, there's one thing that kind of was annoying me about Chef. As I'm watching it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm just getting hungry. And I just want—it's uh, like, damn! I want some of that fucking food. Like, you're telling me you didn't want any of that carne asada he made? Like, that—that that shit sounded good.
0: So I shouldn't tell you. You should uh, go watch the Netflix show, based on the movie. Why? Well, I don't know. It's uh, uh, was I think it's last year, or the year before. John Favreau and a chef that helped teach him how to cook for the movie. They made a show on Netflix that just goes over different foods. Yeah, that's another thing. It's not movie related, so we're not talking about it. But yeah, he's doing a different TV show as well. Connected to Chef.
1: Well, ain't that interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: But I guess enough about Chef, because now uh, he took a small break. and Now he's back to Blockbusters with Jungle Book. Oh, yeah. Clearly Disney you know, made him happy enough to do that. And I got to say, it's it was better than expected. Absolutely. And I love
1: to say I told you so. Because Jungle Book was actually a phenomenal movie. for, Because let's be honest, Disney does not really have a uh, strong track record when it comes to their live action works. And this kind of changed the game for them.
0: Yeah, I, I'd agree. I mean, I thought Beauty and the Beast was okay. Like, it wasn't amazing. But then I watched Jungle Book and I'm like, wow.
1: That's how you do it.
0: The, the CGI on Panicles were amazing.
1: Yep. That's why a lot of people were hyped about the Lion King because of what he Stop did with having, the Jungle yeah. Book. Unfortunately, it didn't really pan out like that, but more about the Jungle Book. Once again, you're seeing or hearing a lot of familiar voices, mm-hmm. as well as making it a full-length feature film from a children's book has gotta be difficult enough.
0: But it also works.
1: Exactly.
0: Like pacing wise. I was never really bored with the movie. It kept a consistent pace from the start. Obviously, a couple of slow parts. Obviously, I didn't breathe, but it, there was never a point where I'm like checking my phone. And I'm like, "Is this over yet?" Like, the, they kept you engaged. And you're right, from yes. a children's book to be almost a two-hour film, almost two full hours extending that, that takes some work.
1: It definitely does. But but they did it well.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, we got the final movie. Uh, Lion King well last movie currently done and look I'm the insane person probably I'm probably the only person in the entire world that thinks his version of the Lion King is better than the original I just want to say that again so my point is clear but even though I think that the Jungle Book beats the Lion King so bad like I I have no issue with the Lion King movie I thought it was Okay, but then seeing Jungle Book is like, wow! I like you said, I understand people's hype for The Lion King because of this work. Yeah. Do you think the animal? I think the animals were even done better in the Jungle Book than The Lion King. They were. Okay.
1: They one hundred percent were.
0: Not that they were bad in Lion King, but it felt like, and I guess maybe because for Lion King, I think it just, I think it just fit better. I I think maybe that's part of it. It's It's also more colorful the jungle. Like, The Lion King. It's, I guess, it's dry lands. It's not deserty, but like it's very like sandy color, brown color. Like again, like the they're in the what they're in the Sahara, right? I believe so. Yeah, so it's not as colorful, and then I think it might have been more of a challenge since a lot of them are lions, the fur to make it look good. Yeah. At least with the Jungle Book, yeah, there are a couple of furry creatures, obviously the tiger and you know, the wolves, but then you have, like, the snake, you have, you know, there's many different animals that you can play with, but then Lion King's like, well, it's 80% lions.
1: Yeah, and I think that's what was kind of off about it was, like, the whole lion-speaking thing, because in Jungle Book, I don't know how he did it, but it made it look a little bit better, in my opinion.
0: Oh, that's another thing. The singing in the Jungle Book, a lot better than Lion King. Yeah. It wasn't the, the, like Beyonce singing that song, like, toward the end.
1: I believe so. Like,
0: like that love song, that wasn't as good. But then yeah, you Bill Murray know, doing just... Bare Necessities, I'm like, all right. Yeah. And Christopher Walken, you got a Christopher Walken scene, come on. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to put your finger on why Jungle Book worked so well and Lion King just didn't feel the same.
0: Yeah. I just feel like also like emotionally. Like I didn't care about the characters in the Lion King. Yeah. Because like, like Jungle Book when uh when Bear gets bitten at the end by, from the tiger, I was like, Oh shit, are they killing off the bear? Are they changing this up? Yeah. Like I like I was legitimately concerned because Bill Murray put a lot of work into making me care for that character. But for Lion King, like I didn't care about Simba at all.
1: I definitely definitely got a point there. Lion King's still a good movie.
0: Yeah, I'm not I saying it's bad. Wrong. It's just compared to Jungle Book, it does make it look worse.
1: Yeah. But I'm all tapped out of talking about Lion King. So let's get to the, uh, the fun part here. Tyler, do you have a personal favorite movie that John Favreau has directed?
0: Oh, why are you putting me on the spot to say Iron Man 2? Don't worry. I'm not going to say Iron Man 2. I, w- I, I, I would like to think I have some credibility as a person so. who likes to talk about film. All right. I'm not Listen, going to.
1: As much shit as I give Iron Man 2. It's still better than Iron Man 3. Once again, low bar to hurdle, but hey, it, that, that's it a nice it compliment.
0: Iron Man 2 appreciates it. But right. personally, for me, it is Iron Man 1. Now, okay. if you want to have a debate on the best John Favreau film, I might go chef. But for yeah. me personally, Iron Man is when I watched it, when I watched it for the first time back in 2008. It hit me in an important part of my life, so mostly I have some connection to it. It's also just a well-done film to begin with, and it's insanely rewatchable. It's true. I'm not here to give a criticism, but you know, just to show that I'm not just kissing Iron Man's ass, the final fight could have been a little better, but hey. Yeah,
1: overall, overall the movie was, yeah. was real good.
0: All right, Mike, what's your personal favorite?
1: I I can't really say I've got a personal favorite. It's okay, you can say
0: Lion King. No,
1: it's a a toss-up between Iron Man and Chef. Because, kind of like you said, Iron Man had a special place in our hearts, really showed the talent of Jon Favreau and how he could direct a real big-budget film like that Mm -hmm. and do so well. But then Chef came along and I don't know, there's something really genuine about that movie. And I think that's what we don't find in a lot of movies these days. You well, know, I think the message about like, these... finding
0: your passion can resonate. That, yeah. Yeah.
1: But that's what I mean. Like, It's a genuine movie. Like, You feel like you could have been watching a documentary.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
1: And a lot of movies these days, you don't really get that feeling. So when you come across a character who's extremely relatable, the film experience... It's kind of like you're living it. It's mm-hmm. it's something special, I think.
0: Yeah. Again, like if we were gonna go based on critically what we think the best movie is, I think we'd both point to, to Chef. I mean, how all the characters are written, especially John Favreau's character. He wants to take care for his son, but he's so engrossed in his work. How do he how he balances that yeah. is really interesting to watch. Also, he's completely right about food critics.
1: That's it's very true, but sometimes food critics are needed. Does he ever have some really bad food,
0: my friend? Well, no. I they serve a purpose, but some of that stuff in that review that was like, come on, man. Yeah. There's insulting the food, and there's insulting the character.
1: Well, that's what got such a big reaction out of him. Yeah. I thought it was kind of funny in once in that one scene of chef, where John Favreau's character basically quits, and the food critics there they basically. Get their redemption and then he just gets the same food served to him again. Probably just a little, probably just a little bit worse. So like, I think he, he's was...
0: looking around after every dish he gets like, like is this yeah, a joke?
1: Yeah, I thought that was that was Am pretty I being funny. Not gonna lie. I thought John Favreau was gonna run up to the restaurant with the food he made in his house.
0: Oh, I thought he was gonna tell him on Twitter, hey, uh, DM like send a proper DM and be like, Hey, come to my place, I have the dish. I was going to make you have all the dishes because he cooked the entire thing
1: yeah he did and then yeah, so I was thinking, reason, all right, hey, he
0: decided to blow i got up fired and, come here this is what I was gonna make you tell me if this was good or not but no that didn't that, happen yeah so what do you do with that food did he just like eat it over time i guess it's like the critic I, didn't get any of it
1: no so I, they didn't really show that part huh and it's a little little upsetting, he asked me, because that's some good food that we don't know what happened to.
0: I kind of wanted a grilled cheese after I watched that movie.
1: I just kind of wanted everything he made after (laughs) watching that movie. That's why I was getting mad. But that's enough about what we think about these films. Are you guys familiar with John Favreau's work? If so, what was your favorite movie? And tell us why. As always, feel free to let us know on Entertainment Expansion. You can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook.